Welcome to RNGG, your randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. Uh, so, this is the day that I tweeted about thinking about getting a Dreamcast, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm on eBay, and I just typed in Sega Dreamcast into the, into the search bar, and I did come across a very interesting game. Okay. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to send you an image of the case. This is Minecraft for the Sega Dreamcast. Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, so what this actually is, is someone did like a homebrew game that is like a a Minecraft clone called Crafty. Uh Uh-huh. And it was, it's spelled Craft like I, and so it ends with T-I, because it was originally designed to be a Minecraft clone for the Texas Instrument Calculator series. Oh! And then someone ported it to the Sega Dreamcast. Okay. Huh. So it doesn't like have any of the mobs or anything. It's like just like a creative walk around build mode, uh-huh. which is like how like early Minecraft was. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's very silly that that exists. And I, you know, if I did have a Dreamcast, I would pay twenty dollars so I could say I had Minecraft for my Sega Dreamcast. God, yeah, that'd be that'd be so good. <laughs> Anyways, that's a. Uh... That's the thing that I have been saving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, another thing about Sega Dreamcast is that you go on Etsy, and I was like, oh, I wonder if anyone's done, like, any custom shells, so if, if I don't want to do the, the restoration, I can get, like, a cute color or something. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's a lot of people saying, "I will. you can pay me $20, and I will give you any Sega Dreamcast game. Oh, because you can burn <laughs> because them. Because you can just burn them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like, what that process is like for, like, securing good quality. Because they're CDRs, right? Not DVDRs. Yeah, they're, they're CDs. Yeah. This is before they, they didn't have a DVD drive. Although, I read somewhere that, like, if you run in, like, a, a shell uh, program, it can read DVDs, maybe. I don't okay. Know. But yeah, I, but it's, I, it's, it's burned on CDs. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that, that process is like, like, trying to get, like... Are there, like, nice quality CDRs you could acquire? Because, like, I, I, like, literally on my desk, I have a stack of CDRs that are just, like, uh, uh, what is it, like, a 20-pack, 50-pack that I got from Walmart? And they're nice, but, like, the moment you look at them any sort of funny, they, like, scratch and have read errors in my car stereo. Hmm. Yeah. I am now going to um, just Google something real quick. Okay, no. No one has done the work to put any of the Gex games on the Sega Dreamcast. Well, looks like we know what our 2022 project is going to (laughs) be. No, literally, I Googled it, and the first thing I found was a another fan wiki. But this is just a fan wiki for game port ideas. Mm. And someone was just like, what if they made Gex 3 for the Sega Dreamcast? <laughs> what Anyone if... think they should do this? Anybody thought of this? There's, a, there's, there's still, like, homebrew Sega Dreamcast games coming out these days, though, which is neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the... Um... The I guess I love the amount of love that people have for the Dreamcast. I think it's like a really nice and neat kind of scene. I've never even seen a Sega Dreamcast in person, let alone touch one. I I know I have at least once at some point in time. 
or at least was in the room while one was being used. Because I used to have a lot of, like, Sega friends who, like, they would have, like, you know, the Genesis of Saturn, Dreamcast, whatever, while my family was getting um, Nintendo consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, it, this is really just, like, more of a case of I do want to have one, more so than I would want to play one. Like, I've never looked into Sega Dreamcast emulation. I feel like it's easier just to have a Sega Dreamcast and then put the games on the on the Sega Dreamcast, you know? Yeah, yeah. I I've, I feel like I have always heard that the Dreamcast is a little trickier to emulate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's, there is something really appealing to me about, like, kind of similar to, like, getting, like, an Evercart for the N64, like, just using the original hardware and then doing, like, you know, hacking trickery here and there, or doing it however way you can to like do make thing or make the console do things that it's not supposed to. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I found a three hundred dollars Sega Dreamcast on eBay, and it's not like they were trying to get like a lot of money for a stock Dreamcast or something. Mm-hmm. No, they modded this thing the hell out. Ah, um, instead of there, like when you open up the disc tray, instead of there being like a disc reader, there was an SD card slot. Oh. They had replaced the fan with Noctua fans. It's they like went all out on making this thing like modded to hell and back. <laughs> they they really said uh, this is really just a a, a PC running uh, Dreamcast OS. It's it's very it's very funny. Mm. Um, like more power to you honestly if you can do that like i think the best part was literally just like where the spindle on the disc reader would be was just an sd card slot that's yeah so funny. yeah that's a that's a fun surprise <laughs> let me see if i can find it again i want to show it to you mm. oh it, it should be on my recently viewed items actually um i was also like curious because you know it's like they had like some limited edition ones that were japan only Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, let me see what they got there, so I can make sure it's like a Japan only one. Um, I learned that they made a Sakura Wars one, which Aww. is nice pink. Uh, but it is like two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Mm-hmm. Very understandable. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna link you to the page. I was just gonna send you an image, but I need you to see the whole page. Mm-hmm. Oh, they changed the color of the light too. Maybe I don't know. So yeah, no, they replaced the LED with a blue LED instead of an orange one. They uh, changed out the clock battery to make it a like a changeable, easily changeable battery. Mm-hmm. Put in something to keep it from overheating because apparently these things love to overheat. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this person also does like other versions of this. Like instead of it being like a load into that, it's like top loaded for the SD card okay. or something. Or, like, you can print out a tray to hold multiple SD cards, and you can swap them out. Mmm. HDMI cable by request only. I include it for free, If you but if you request it in message or checkout note, I assume most people have too many of them already. Sure, dude. <laughs> I also right, like... There's, there's, a, there's a basically a $1,000 one that he has on here. Oh. That uh, has the transparent red shell. Huh. I don't know what other changes he made to it. Um, top loading SD card tray, uh, directly HDMI output with the PSU and Celtic heat generation down to a minimum, knock to a fan with custom fan adapter. It looks like it's a lot of the same stuff. Mm. 
But I guess like the, the expensive part here is that it's the crystal red shell. Yeah, which I'm guessing is like an original shell, not just a, a mod yeah, shell. Yeah, it, it's looking like a, it was like a, a, a launch limited edition thing. Mm-hmm. They're not like launch, but was real and limited edition. Yeah, yeah. Dreamcasts are just like neat little consoles. Yeah, anyways, if you want to do me a favor, you can just buy me a Japanese Dreamcast and I'll, I'll, um, I don't know, what's something I could do on the show for a Japanese Dreamcast? Uh, we're gonna play Skies of Arcadia, come on. that It's on the list, it's on the RPG list. It is on the RPG list. But I, I was just planning on playing the GameCube port. <laughs> okay, I uh, I did see like uh, they were like this person was like, oh yeah, I have a lot of uh, like complete inbox uh, Dreamcast games, and you can go through and see which ones, and they should update the price on the on the listing. Um, and they had Skies of Arcadia on there, mm. complete inbox, all the both discs or whatever. Uh huh. One hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll play Sonic and we'll play Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed on Twitch for six hours. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's enough about me talking about the Sega Dreamcast, so the console that I have never played or seen with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're here to talk about an MMO game. Yeah, we are. Let me get the timer up so we can actually talk about it. Getting a new phone tomorrow. Ooh. So we'll see how that affects our our show flow. Maybe I'll have to get a whole new app or something. Ooh. Alright, forty five minutes is going. Alright. I had some ideas. Okay. I have also thought about this a little bit. There are my scroll week. past all of the recipes that I posted in my robot chat so that way I can see what I wrote. Okay. I was thinking. Um you know, like, MMOs, even at their most casual level, are, like, sort of, like, the same level of mechanics. Even, like, stuff that like, tries to be, you know, user-friendly. Um, or even, like, let's say the most popular MMO of the time currently, Final Fantasy fourteen Online, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. free-to-play through level 60, etc., etc. Right, right. It, it's, like, pretty straightforward until you've reached, like, a point where you just have too many buttons. Yeah. And, like, at that point, it, it becomes less casual friendly. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, what if we just made a fully casual MMO, like, a, along the types of, like, you know how, like, Fortnite and Destiny do with shooters, but for an MMO experience? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was thinking, uh, I guess the, the thoughts I had for this was, I want to, I don't know, I really want... I wish Guild Wars 2 was good. <laughs> I, it's, it's, a good point. A good point. Because <laughs> like every time I try, I want to. I every time I go to play Guild Wars 2, I have a fun, I have a good time for like an hour, and then I just cannot stand to play it anymore. And Guild Wars 2, I feel like does the button thing correctly. There are smart button swapping like combos. So if you push one. You know, and one has, you know, a three-step combo. You don't have to have three buttons dedicated to that. You can just push one three times. Mm-hmm. And, like, well, I think what gets me about that game is um, within each of the classes, there are so many weapons to choose from. And a lot of the time, I don't, like, I just 
can't find a weapon combo that feels right for like how I want to play that job. So then I'm like, okay, well, Warrior's not feeling fun, so let me go play Necromancer. And I'm like, oh, Necromancer's fine, but it's too much pet management. Let me go try Mesmer. And then I'm like, oh, Mesmer's fine, but it's really squishy. Let me go back to Guardian. And it's like, Guardian's fine, but I just feel like I do no damage. And it's Mm -hmm. just like this cycle of just me bouncing between all the classes and just like not having any fun with it. So I guess what I'm adding to your what if there was an MMO, but it was casual, what I'm adding to this is what if it was semi-action in kind of a like a non-tab tab target MMO kind of style with I, go ahead oh with more of like a focus on like personal character building and less of like this is your loadout that you're going to play mm-hmm. and like we're gonna make like you are a mage so that is all you can do yeah like the like the destiny experience of you are your guardian or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah like I, I it's definitely like the fortnite destiny pick up and playness like even halo infinite's multiplayer is kind of like that from what i've yeah. played but it's like very much like a, oh i picked this up i remember how to play halo <laughs> it's the same as every other shooter right right um but like I want something that's like that pick up and go and like speaking of the action stuff I was like well what's like a, a casual like what's something you can build on to make a casual MMO and I was like well 3D platforming feels like it might be like a good starting point you know mm-hmm. like having the world be like that so it's a lot of like all right we got to go up on that hill and you know climb this like building from the outside or whatever so really what I'm hearing is what if Maple Story 2 didn't fail sort of yeah um we're not even to the most egregious things that I have to say Okay. By the way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I was thinking. So there's the you know the three roles that every MMO sort of has and falls into. Mm-hmm. You have your tanks, your DPS, and your healer types. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, you know, this was shortly after I said the words to you. What if they put a melee healer in for Final Fantasy fourteen? Right. Right. And then I had the thought. Well, what if just every role had a ranged class and a melee class? I'm still trying to figure out what a ranged tank would be. Like how that would work mechanically. So, but I think <laughs> I, I want to try to solve that. Range tank is. Um, I think it would be like if we're doing fantasy RPG classes, I think it would be a bard type, but I don't know like mechanically what that does. Hmm. Hmm. Because, like, I, I think for, for what I was thinking, like, ranged tanking to me feels a lot like Warcraft's death knight tank because you get a lot of mid-ranged attacks like obviously your main combo or your main couple skills are going to be like close range but they have a lot of like ranged attack options that they can do that allows them to like you know tag mobs from far away you know move mobs around to make them easier to tank but they lack personal mobility so like they themselves aren't moving around and like running you know running through the dungeon really quickly but they're able to like attack at range move mobs towards them group mobs together with like kind of a gravity well sort of stuff yeah i was thinking like maybe it is a lot of crowd control like you can throw down like a um like let's say for example like a a thorn area and Mm -hmm. it just slows down all enemies there so that way they take longer to get to you yeah, and that way you can maintain your ma- your range, but also your enmity. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's like I think no matter what, as a tank, you're always you're always going to get mobs chasing you, chasing you. Well, they're going to catch you eventually, and even with like bosses, you're going to have to kind of make peace with the fact that like something's going to be in your face punching you, mm-hmm. and and then it kind of becomes a matter of like, okay, well, how does this kind of ranged slower tank handle that? Like, what a what is their like scheme for decreasing coming damage because like you've got tanks that can do like you know obviously you know put up you know mitigation so reduce the incoming damage but then you've got tanks that can do like reactive healing so they can push a button that like restores hp puts a heal over time on themselves stuff Mm -hmm. like that um you've got tanks that either like increase their evasion to make certain attacks just miss or you've got ones that are like i just can't die i will be at one hp for a bit but i just won't die <laughs> mm-hmm. all right so let me tell you about my thoughts on the skill system and maybe we can use that to help solve this issue mm-hmm. um i think as like a base starting game like you know 1.0 or in final fantasy 14 2.0 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um this game would start with like 10 total skills per class. And I say total there because it'd be broken up to having four like base role skills that are shared, shared across every uh, class mm-hmm. in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, four class specific skills. And then I want to add ultimates, you know, like a limit break, but it's like personal meter level. Mm-hmm. Like that. Um, and one of those would be like, there's a default role one that everyone in that role can access, or there's the class specific one. And so your loadout would be picking four just basic skills out of that and then whichever ultimate you want. So this is ESO. Sure, it probably is. No, because because the way ESO works is, okay, so you've got the four starting jobs, Sorcerer, Nightblade, Templar, Dragon Knight. But from within each of those, you can, you the weapon skill trees are all shared between them. So like, uh, Templar using two-handed swords would have the same weapon skills as a, you know, sorcerer using a two-handed sword. But what makes them different from each other is their, you know, class skills that they can add on top of that. And also the the thing that uh, ESO has is you can morph a skill in like in certain ways. So like, let's say you're trying to play like tank sorcerer, you could take a, a skill that was from your sorcerer specific trees and kind of like give them like damage mitigation or shielding or something that would like keep you alive a little bit longer. You know, every time I hear anything about ESO, which for the folks at home is Elder Scrolls Online, yeah, I, I keep thinking maybe this is the casual MMO that I keep thinking about. But okay, I would slam my de- hands on my desk, but. My microphone is on my desk, so I will spare everybody from that auditory nightmare. But ESO refuses to be, like, user-friendly and chill. There's no cross-play. There is no cross-save. Anything you purchase on any of the platforms, you cannot take care, take with you to another platform. Mm. So, like, I have bought everything up to elsewhere on xbox and i have bought everything up to morrowind on pc and i just like it drives me crazy that they refuse to make this game like user-friendly and fun because they do so many good things mechanically for it and i just uh it drives me crazy (laughs) but yeah no because i i think that i think that system is really interesting of like okay you've got like 
core skills that like um allow you to perform your role. So like in ES and Elder Scrolls Online, like your one hand one hand weapon and shield skill tree is like your tank skill tree that all the jobs share. But you could like if you're playing Dragon Knight, they've got like one of their job specific ones that like has extra mitigation you can like add on top of that and like fun little things and it also although that game does have a little bit of like i wouldn't say it's button bloat but like it's got um the guild wars like weapon swapping so you Uh have to kind of like think about like what two loadouts you want because you know one loadout isn't good enough um, and that game does have like an ultimate (laughs) i think that's 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 what made me like stop and go wait that's eso is um there are like ultimates you can get from either your like class specific job trees or the weapon specific uh uh skill trees and mm-hmm. like like the uh I, I played a lot of warden which is the nature based caster in ESO and so like one of my ultimates was just summon a bear and so i just had a bear with me all the time <laughs> nice and then like so there was like a baseline cost to summon the bear. And then once my ultimate meter filled up further, I could push that button again and get the bear to like unleash a special move. Mm-hmm. I guess what so, I'm saying is this is, this is good stuff. We can work with this. <laughs> yeah. So I think like we should, you know, consider like what we could do with the skill system to maybe like idealize a, a ranged tank. Yeah. Um, because I also, like, I think there is, like, room for overlap with certain skills as long as there's a difference between the two. Yeah. Because you're picking the four that you want. So maybe there is a case where you want to have this damage spell over this damage spell or something like that. Well, and I think, But like, you don't want to have both. And I think something, too, to consider is, like... Okay, so let's just say, like, there's... um, Because, like, when I'm thinking, like, ranged tank, I'm either thinking bows or magic right so those are kind of like yeah i I would say these are kind of like our two theoretical situations like either play style is valid but let's say you know maybe the bow tank is a little bit more like burstier damage you could do like rain of arrows and have that kind of like persistent damage um maybe they've got like a fun like camouflage cooldown that like decreases incoming damage or whatever maybe they have stealth i was thinking Uh, like if like our ranged tank is bard and we're mm -hmm. going like the final fantasy 14 style bard is a bow user with magic yeah but you know with more magic than the final fantasy 14 ones because it's mostly just them singing songs and that to Mm -hmm. give people buffs here it would be like more traditional fantasy magic maybe and like maybe one of their skills is like blink and either mm. that can be they are harder to hit, or maybe it's a teleport. Maybe it's like a Well yeah, maybe they have got Blink as the teleport and Blur as a cooldown. Mm-hmm. And, um Yeah. You know, and then like maybe the other two bard skills are, you know, that like Thorn AoE I mentioned and like a flare arrow or somebody that just like draws a lot of enemy attention to a specific spot. Mm-hmm. Or does damage or whatever. You know? Or, or both, yeah. Because it's like um, persistent damage over time, but also could like, um, God, yeah. Warcraft has a World of Warcraft specifically. One of the tanks has a statue you can throw down, and if you click the statue and use your taunt on it, it gets the statue to do a big AOE taunt around it. It's very good. People love that skill. Mm-hmm. It's used um, a lot for like farming old dungeons and raids. 
And so then, like, your tank specific, like, role cl- or class or skills, role skills, mm-hmm. could be stuff like uh, an AoE burst that just sort of clears up some space around you by pushing everyone back. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, maybe that's, instead of having blur be a thing, maybe it's just, like, increased reflexes or whatever as, like, a skill that you can pop. And yeah. However we want to do that. Because that would make sense as having something that both tanks could have. Melee yeah. tanks are going to want to have that. Yeah, because I think, like, you, like, that's part of the tank role is being able to reduce incoming damage, you know. So, I think baseline, every tank can pop, like, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen. it's Rampart. You know, that very, mm-hmm. like, basic, it's up pretty frequently, it lasts a good amount of time. The damage reduction isn't the highest, but it, it really adds up if you're taking a lot of, like, a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I think, like, the Bard personal... Co- I think maybe instead of Blur, Bard has, like, uh, like a word of healing they can throw on themselves. Yeah, so, yeah, or, like, like uh, they start humming a little tune and it gives them regen. Yeah, yeah, they've got, like, you know... Uh, oh, God, what, I'm trying to think of, like, a Cleric's Magical, you know, something like that, where it's like, okay, and, like, maybe that's something, too, that, like... Because, okay, so when you're thinking of these skills, do you think that there's, like, progression or, like, augments or changes you could make to them later on? I do think they level up over time. Like, literally my thought process was you have ten skills, Mm -hmm. and so over the course of ten levels, each of them levels up. Yeah. So, like, all right, by level ten, you have access to all of your skills. Mm -hmm. At level eleven, one of them hits level two. Yeah. At level twelve, one of them another one hits level two and it keeps going. And so by level 20, you have a bunch of level two skills that you can pick and choose from. And yeah. whether that just increases their numbers or has like a slight bonus effect on them. Yeah. It's up in the air. Cause like, but, I think it'd be fun if like, you, you know, as, as a case example, like, you know, clerics magical, this like self heal that bard, the bard tank could have, you could either change it into, you know, cause I think the level one version is, you just pop it and it heals you, you know, 20% of your HP, something like that. Um, and level two, it's like 20% plus like a, a, regen. A, a regen that lasts for five seconds. Yeah, or you could glyph it. or So I'm thinking like, oh, or I think it'd be fun if you had the choice to turn either, keep it as a personal cooldown, but increase its potency or change it into like an AoE heal. So that's taking it a step further into the complicated route. And like I said, I'm trying to keep this as casual friendly <laughs> as possible. Yeah. Because like when you start doing that, then it becomes a case of like, well, you're just doing your build wrong because obviously you want this build over this build. Right. Or right. like, oh, the patch notes just completely nerfed this upgrade. So you're going to want to go find a skill relearner and just redo all of your buttons. Right. Which is like, and and, and that's like, honestly, it, one of the traps that I feel like Final Fantasy fourteen avoids is like there really isn't, you know, like a this or that option for a lot of the jobs. It's mostly just like, well, if you don't like playing Black Mage, stop playing Black Mage. Instead of you're playing your Black Mage build wrong, it's... Yeah, and said they'll just, just complain about you not hitting all of your buttons in the right order. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But they won't ever complain about which buttons you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, like, so part of this in my brain is trying to hit like how Pokemon Unite works. Like I imagine you can just swap out your buttons whenever you're not in like a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So or like whenever you're in town, you can swap out your buttons. Mm-hmm. 
Or like, and like how Pokemon area. has like, oh yeah, every Pokemon has four moves, but you're just going to pick two depending on how you want this fight to go. Mm-hmm. So here it's, you have ten moves. You're just going to pick five of them depending on how you want to play at yeah. this moment. And like, I do think like, like for, for the, the case of like Bard um, being like this ranged tank, I think you always have like, Kind of like in Unite, how like you've got always have like a basic attack button. Oh yeah, yeah, you have a basic attack, and maybe you do have like that because uh, like, you know Destiny and Fortnite and all these other casual games do let you have like two weapons, so you can have uh-huh. a chance. To... So maybe as a bard, you do have a like a bow, but you could also pick up a like a a light melee weapon or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even like a a, a, st- a staff. But like that doesn't change how your skills work. It's just you're doing you're doing melee damage that is adjusted from having to do ranged damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, or yeah, maybe the fact that like you, you swap to a melee weapon gives you like maybe the tiniest bit of like a frontal cleave. Yeah. Like it could be like, Oh yeah. All swords have a slight cleave to them or stabs mm-hmm. do like knockback or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Or maybe just all blunt weapons do knockback. So if you have a hammer, that's also doing knockback or maybe mm-hmm. it's stun or, Whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I kind of just want to like run through a quick list of like, okay, so melee tank, ranged plus tank, melee DPS, ranged DPS, melee healer, ranged healer. Mm-hmm. So ranged tank is barred. Yep. Uh, I think melee healer is obviously cleric. Yeah, no, big time. Like, bulky mason shield in hand. Uh, I think they get one kind of, like, cute, like, you know, razor shield up and heal around them, and it's kind of a, like, it's a proximity-based heal, so the closer you are to the cleric, the more you get healed. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, like that's their ult, and like the bard ult is a big rain of arrows or something. Stuff like oh that. yeah, yeah. The the bard ult, I think that's where the I think that's where the group heal comes in for the bard because it's like a a rain of arrows around them that like hurts all the enemies and heals all the allies or something like that. Oh yeah, that would be good as hell. And doesn't yeah. have to be around them. Maybe it's like a, a ground targeting thing. Hmm. Um. I think the melee tank is like just a, a good good old knight. Yeah. Like maybe maybe they've got like some sort of um theming to them. See now they were talking about ever or uh, not EverQuest shit. <laughs> uh, Elder Scrolls, the other E MMO. Ever Scrolls um, Online. Ever Scrolls Online. Uh, now my brain's like it's a, it's a dragon knight. You're just a dragon themed knight. But I'm like no. <laughs> okay, actually, I want to let you in on the secret thing that I was thinking before. I was like, so. If it wasn't for the fact that Wizards of the Coast sucks. Yes. Just period, Mm. end of sentence. If it wasn't for that fact, I wasn't joking about, like, this is the D&D 4E MMO. God, shut up. That'd be so much fun. Because that's what it is. Like, that's, like, literally the thought process I'm having of, like, yeah, you're slotting in things. Bard's not a a defender, though. Bard's a leader. Well, Uh, yeah, but, like, leaders can off-tank. Bards don't have Defender as an optic as a as a sub role option. Listen. Thank you. Thank you. I listen, have built it, many bards. It's, listen, it's half bard, half warlord. That's oh, that actually is a if you go 
the charisma warlord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 <laughs> Barge is just like easier to get people to understand than saying, "Oh yeah, it's a warlord." It was like, "Well, isn't that just a tank?" No, no, no. A, a knight. Like, no, 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 no. It's a knight that yells at you. <laughs> they understand but... that music makes more sense as a magic. <laughs> Look, there, there's some music to yelling and screaming and inspiring your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the melee DPS is definitely like a thief. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna say like thief or ranger. Mm-hmm. The thief would definitely make more sense here. Um, what is the ranged healer? Also, the ranged like weapons for cleric. Uh, if they're doing having like a a, a thing and shield for their melee option, mm-hmm. their ranged option that they can swap to is a uh, it's a holy symbol that fires laser beams. <laughs> Just uh, take cross class into invoker for a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. I think the the ranged healer should be like maybe what if it was warlock or witch like a like a pathfinder's witch oh what if it's just like straight up an alchemist oh and they have like a funny gun that shoots potions mm-hmm <laughs> now you're really just playing fortnite yeah <laughs> yeah some chug jug a bandolier of just glowing blue bottles. <laughs> and then like range DPS is wizard, right? Like do we yeah, want to flavor yeah, yeah, it yeah. any any particular way, but Um, I think it's just like straight up wizard, so that way when the first expansion we can add sorcerer. Yeah. Yeah, because like I think one of the things that they Because ex- I think the thing that I like about like ESO two is like also, actually, the big reveal is that Sorcerer is actually a melee DPS. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. It's like, in, in, in people's face, breathing dragon fire, using magic to augment your physical abilities. You got dragon claws and stuff. Mm-hmm. One thing I, 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 I like about ESO, but I wish was a little bit more fluid, is very much how, like, the armor you wear is dictated by, like, what role you're trying to play. So, like, Heavy armor is only worn by tanks. Medium armor is only worn by, like, stamina DPS. And then cloth is only worn by healers and caster or magicka DPS. So, like, I think that'd be fun. Like, a fun thing to do with this game is, like, kind of get really, like, loose with, like, the armor and kind of just be more of, like, it's, it's, like, you just wear the one that gives you the stat you want. So if you're magic, you use the magic stat. If you're physical, you use the physical stat. And, like, that's it. You know, like, it's it's less of, like, oh, but you can't be wearing the dexterity gear because you have to pass the dexterity gear to the thief. And it's like, ugh. Yeah, I think we, maybe we got some stuff here. Um, What else? So do we want to just, like, go full, like, cartoon fantasy with this, or? Yeah, I think that's, I think... You know, it was funny because I was trying to think of like what aesthetics I really wish were in more MMOs. And there's not a whole lot of sci-fi MMOs. That's what I was thinking before. But I was like, I I dedicated so much of my thought process to like Bard makes the only is the only thing that makes sense as a ranged tank thought process. That look, all I'm saying is there is nothing stopping us from doing these kind of D and D ass classes in space still. Just go full Warhammer 40k with it. God, I am just imagining, like, one of those uh, 
generated no man's sky planets but just like full on like a chain mail armored hammer wielder just running across it yeah (laughs) yeah the ground's purple and the trees are blue but like you know look the thief has like laser knives and it's fine i mean yeah like we could go full like match attack with this (laughs) sure yeah okay because, like, I think you could do some fun stuff with, like, maybe the thief is, like, more technological than, like, wizard. Wizard's probably a little bit more, like, traditional fantasy. But, like, cleric is very much, like, they're just a knight in shining armor. And alchemist is, like, you know, doing, like, mad scientist shit. Yeah, we should, uh, there should be, like, uh, like a Gundam-level explanation for why uh, people just don't use guns all the time. In addition to the fact that there's magic in the world. Or, okay, maybe we get to do the fun thing that I love to do, which is when I make any magical setting a post-apocalypse by way of magic. <laughs> or I guess yeah. usually I always go for post-post-apocalypse. Right. Um, but like, so in Gundam, the <laughs> reason why there's Gundams in the first place, the reason why people have decided the best way to fight wars is to build a robot that can wield a sword, <laughs> uh, is because of the introduction of the uh, Minofsky particle. Mm-hmm. Which is something that someone invented that basically uh, just completely makes the long-range radar useless. Yeah. So firing torpedoes from across you know, space is like very hard to pull off because it's hard to get a, line, a good target on it. And you know, by the time it gets there, you know, the introduction of anti-aircraft or, you know, not anti-aircraft, but you know, defensive lasers or whatever would stop them in the in all that other stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so they decided oh yeah we'll just build a giant robot it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> so in this magic shows up but because magic is just like in the air it messes with a lot of tech mm-hmm. so, and like, so a lot of tech is having to be built from the ground up mm-hmm. and like there are arranged weapons but they're a lot like you know 40 yards versus, you know. Yeah, all guns are shotguns. Mm-hmm. Or they're the, the fucking slingshot rifle that the alchemist has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, now now it's time for the hard part, Crash. Mm-hmm. We need a name. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, let's think about other... What are some casual games that exist? And then we can... Like, literally the ones that I've named all had single word titles, mm-hmm. which is hard, but maybe we can do something. Um, what, okay, what if it's just, what if it's just, like, Space Fable? <laughs> <laughs> one word, all one word. Space Fable. What if we just encroach on the Fable SEO and just call it Fable? <laughs> well, sorry, no, it's Fables. But that's a comic. <laughs> uh, the new Fable reboot, Fables. I hope that's good. One, I hope it's good, and two, I hope it has co-op. Mm. This is a good name for a video game, but I don't think it's a good name for this video game. But what do you think of Keepsake? Oh, Keepsake is a very good video game name to have. Keepsake Online. Where's that portmanteau generator at? Mm. Let's see if we can get a good portmanteau out of here. 
Oh no, these are all bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a fun word that we could have exist like in the lore, but uh, a fairy talian. <laughs> huh. That's, that's like, definitely like that's, a, that's a Moogle. That's a Moogle type right there. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's your the, the franchise's mascot, but it's like a a cute little lizard. Sagalactic. Mmm. Saga Online. Then it just sounds like Saga Frontier. Mm-hmm. And those games. Hero Space. <laughs> it's a uh, a portmanteau of hero and aerospace. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lorbit. Lorbit. Characterestrial. Autosequel is a fun word. A completely useless here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stark. Or Quasark. Oh. Those are both words. Mm-hmm. Stark with a C, I should specify. Yeah. Like a story arc. Honestly, Quasark, but replace the C with a K. Yeah. That that could be a video game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, not sure if it's this game, but it is a game. <laughs> it is. We should be putting these on the the listener prompts list. I'm I'm putting keepsake on there. Ah, uh, fuck! What was one of the other ones I said? I'm kind of feeling Sagalactic. That'd be really fun, honestly. All right, we'll put Quasark on the list of names. <laughs> All right, so we'll call it Sagalactic. Now it's time to write it all. Okay. Sogalactic, an MMO. It's a casual-focused MMO set in a space-fearing world touched by magic. Classes are broken into three roles, tank, DPS, and healer. Each role has a melee-focused class and a ranged-focused class, and each role gives you four skills and an ult, as does every class. This gives you a total of ten skills that you'll be picking five of, four basic skills and an ult to supplement your basic attacks as you platform around 3D environments and dungeons. Hell yeah. You know, kind of like the, uh, another thing that I was thinking of that this like skill system is kind of like is like a Diablo. Mm-hmm. Or a Torchlight, I guess, also is that. Yeah. That gets a little bit more into, like, um, you gotta put this many skill points into this tree, and that many points into that tree, and you gotta make sure you get this skill, but not that one. Yeah, we're just cutting out the middleman and saying, hey, this is when these things level up. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Um, I did not play any Final Fantasy IV still. I've been busy. I played more Eureka in Final Fantasy XIV. I'm officially done with Pyros, which is the third map. I am on the last stretch. I pretty much just have to do 50 to 60, and then I can do Baldesian Arsenal, which is the kind of capstone raid you can do within Eureka, and I can get my orb mount. I have been obsessed with this mount as soon as it came out, but I never thought I'd like Eureka, so I just kind of never thought I would get it. But a friend of mine cleared BA yesterday, and now I'm like extra reinvigorated to try to get in there and clear it myself. Mm. I pretty much my the deadline is next Tuesday. And I keep t- thinking today is Saturday, but it's not. 
It's not. Um, we normally record on Saturday, and that's what's throwing you off. Yes, that and I normally have, well, every other Saturday I have off, but I'm working tomorrow. That's why we're doing this today. So I, I, I am, I'm excited. I think I can get in there and clear it myself, I'm, which is exciting and terrifying, but should be good. Um, that's pretty much... Oh, and I've been playing more The Brilliant Pearl. There's a lot of glitches in that game. I haven't really experienced them myself, but have you seen, like, the million different duplication glitches there are? Um, no. Yeah. Um, I should say, I'm gonna send you a couple after this. We're talking, I'm almost, like, we're looking at almost red and blue levels of glitchiness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I really hope they don't patch them out. Well, if they do, they're very slow to do it because it's uh, genius and wonderful. Like one of them is just you push the shoulder buttons like ZL and ZR in a funny way. And then you start a random encounter. But you're like, hope your menu within the game is still up. Hmm. And then you can go into that menu, pull items off of your Pokemon, and then finish the battle, and then that duplicates items. There's also a a duplicating Pokemon glitch that allows you to, um, well, duplicate Pokemon, but you use, like, the battle box functionality and, like, trick the game into thinking you've got two of the same guy. Hmm. And that also clones their hold items. So, um... Okay. Okay, um, I've, I've rolled all the stuff for, um, uh, what we'll be doing, but we need to do plugs first. Okay. But it is very funny that it's related to what you were just talking about. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, you can find the show online at rnggcast, and you can send us emails to rnggpodcast at gmail.com. Crash. I am on Twitter at Daphne Oliver XIV. You can find me there posting screenshots of my Final Fantasy XIV character characters. Um, that's where I'm gonna be publicly for kind of the next going forward. So if you want to reach out to me there, that would be a good place to do it. Casty, mm. where are you online? You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotinus, M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. You can find my website that has all the podcasts that I do and that I've guested on at madlobotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, neocities.org. But you can get at me on Twitter if you're going to just send me a Dreamcast. Don't. <laughs> Don't do it. Do it, though? Mm. <laughs> You're going to do it. You're going to talk to Charlie and not me because I I don't want to know about it. <laughs> I don't want to accidentally be responsible for this thing that I'm pretending to be responsible for. Anyways, uh, we have... I've rolled all the things, and you were talking about, you know, Shining Pearl, mm-hmm. the Pokemon game based off mm-hmm. of the, the DS Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, next week we need to come up with a video game that is that has a two-screen experience and is about evolution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is going to be good. So we'll be figuring out what we're doing next time. But until then, good luck. Have fun. Have fun.